welcome to The Magic in the Messy. I'm Jo Hodson and you're listening to Permission, a series of deep dive conversations exploring what it means to truly give ourselves permission to live life on our own terms. I hope these conversations resonate with you too. Thank you so much for being here. Today's Permission podcast is featuring Henry Johnston. Hey guys, this is number three in my series of interviews around the topic of what it means to give ourselves permission. Um, And just for a real quick bit of context, if you haven't heard any of the um, previous interviews, this is, this comes from, uh, one of the things that came up for me as I began writing my book last year, which is all around the topic of creativity in the broadest sense of the word two key themes came up, one of them being this idea that in order to be creative, we need to give ourselves permission. And it kind of hit me in the face because I knew that was an area that was a real kind of sticking point for me at times. And so I decided to open this up into a series of conversations to explore others, what that means and how that's, how that's mass- manifested for them, how they work through it, how it shows up, you know, just what that means. And um, when I had that initial idea of, of running this interview series, I had a kind of a short list of people that immediately jumped into my mind. And today's guest is one of those people. So today, <laughs> I am so happy to welcome Henry, Henry Johnston. And so Henry to me is someone, I think I only met you like about six, seven months ago. And in that time, I've loved watching your journey as a coach, but also a creative. I love your, your metal work. It's incredible. But what's, what for me sits beneath both of those things is this willingness to be vulnerable and to, to talk about the deep stuff, the stuff that doesn't necessarily get talked mm. about enough. And that for me will hopefully inform a lot of this conversation. So that's a very brief introduction, um, and I'd love to hand over to Henry. So let's welcome you onto the stage. And is there anything you want to add to that? Like, feel free. But let's just go. Let's just talk about what it means to to allow ourselves permission to whatever it is to live life on our own terms. I guess if you were to kind of extend that. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, I, I think that's a very good introduction. I think it's really interesting when the host sort of because because you experience me subjectively so I can I just can't do that you you experience me as a 360 whereas I can only tell you how fabulous I think I am which (laughs) is uh, (laughs) Uh. um and no I I I think you hit it on head yeah I'm I'm a coach I'm a metal worker I'm a man um I did meet Joe sort of six seven months ago in a cafe I was terrified (laughs) by the way because I'd never met any of you I was like, who the fuck are these people? Sorry, can I swear? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. stop? I, I won't swear. <laughs> Go for it. Um, and I was like, who, who are these people? I don't know what anyone looks like. And when I was meet, meeting Nathan Seward, and I was like, shit, that was vulnerability. Because I was like, I feel like a little kid in the playground. I'm just going to wait outside, look slightly awkward, and just hope that someone spots this slightly awkward-looking guy and go, hey, you here see Nathan? And luckily, Nathan came on, so I was, I was okay. <laughs> but the um asking permission is is really huge Mm because i mean i have to ask myself 
or actually give myself permission daily. It's not something that, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm aware that it exists, mm-hmm. but I have to do it daily, Joe. Like, because mm-hmm. the way it presents myself is I'm, when I'm giving myself permission, I'm choosing to ignore the way that I was brought up and the kind of the values that I was given and the way I should behave in all situations. So my mum and dad, beautiful people, but very academically driven and work was the most important thing. It's like if they were working, then everything was good and you had to, they were busy. So when I was growing up, I had to be busy. And actually, even still now, if I'm busy and stressed, then I feel like I'm honoring some part of myself, which is mm. bollocks because I'm not honoring anything. I'm only honoring <laughs> what I grew up doing. Mm-hmm. So... And to give myself permission is, is, is still a relatively new thing to me. I, and I have to catch myself because it's not, it's not a natural thought process within myself to go, I need to stop and I need to give myself permission to do something which is different from this because I'm driving myself into the ground with stress mm. and worry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can relate to that. I love how you talk about it being a, a daily thing. So would you say that, it's something of a, of a practice, you know, something you have to practice daily. Is that, I mean, is, is, or, yeah. you know, and yeah, that, I, I can relate to so much of that because it is, I don't always practice it daily. Um, but I know that I was about to say at times I don't give myself permission to give myself permission, which sounds so weird, but it's no, no. so true though. <laughs> Cause sometimes I'm aware that, I need to give myself permission, but for whatever reason, I'm in this weird sabotage spiral and I don't give myself permission to give myself permission. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's weird not, that sounds, but that's what, ha- that's what happens sometimes. Um, yeah, I can relate totally. <laughs> it's not just, an intuitive thought. No, no. And, and there is so much conditioning. Like you say, you know, there's so much that's, yeah, like over over three decades of my life until I started doing a lot of the inner work, you know, that, that I was just doing what was expected of me. And there was no real sense of permission giving in there, not from me. You know, I, I was, it was all externally validated. Um, and it's only in very recent mm. years that I've began internally validating. And it's, I still find it so difficult. So difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I think, there's this misunderstanding that the, the creative and the love is something that's a switch that can be turned on. But that's not my experience. Like I have to be conscious of what's happening within me and then choose to give myself permission to feel and then to do something positive about it, which is, it's a really self-loving action creativity because yeah. I'm giving myself permission to play. But within that, there's an anxiety that if I give myself permission to play, then I'm going to stop this busyness, which I interpret as really good, even though it's not good at all. And it's like this internal conflict. So what I do is if I get caught in that kind of tumbleweed, I, I simply go to someone else and I say, is it okay if I do this? And okay. they just look at me and just go, yeah, of course it is. And then I'm like, oh, wicked. Well, right. Well, I can do it then. I'll just go, <laughs> I'll go have a play. But it, it does it does like at times I'm able to go, do you know what? It's like if I'm in London and I don't have access to my workshop, I'm cut off from this nature, from this wonderful intuition and I get blinded. It's very hard for me to see my way as into how do I meet my emotional and my creative needs. So that's when I need someone else 
to look in and go, okay, this is what Henry needs and I need to give him permission. And like, I'm okay with that because sometimes I just phone my mum and I'm like, right, I'm not doing this. Is, is it all right if I do this? She's like, I love yeah. that. I love what that. is wrong with you? So do you have... And sometimes I go to my therapist and say the same. I was going to say, do you have, like, because this is fascinating. I've never thought of that. I, I'm aware that I sometimes struggle to, to give myself permission and therefore I'll look, I, I'll... But I've never thought of of then noticing that, having that awareness of, okay, well, I'm struggling with this within myself. I'm going to ask someone else to sort of do it on my behalf. Um, so do you have, like, yeah. different people you tap into for different types of things? Like, how do you know who you need to call upon? Like, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Um, I, it is, it's an intuitive sense because I'm, I'm very in touch with my emotions. So my emotions will, so I merely have to go, right, something's wrong here. Who do I need to speak to? And then the answer will come. Okay. If it's, uh, if I'm being triggered from, like, a deep, I'm, I'm really busy like my parents were, but it, I'm obviously not designed to be really busy and it's stressing me out. Then I, I go to my mum, mm-hmm. you know, and I go, hey, mum, you know, I'm really stressed out. And she's like, what are you doing? Just go for a walk. Chill out, Henry. Mm. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? <laughs> if, it's, uh, if it's going on on a far deeper, more upsetting level, because I've been programmed quite a lot in my life and I've done a, I've done a lot of work in uh, deconstructing that programming, but there are just some levels that I'm not aware of that I can't get to. And it sends me in a spin. So I go to my therapist and she goes, Henry, you're doing it again. You know, you are the last person who's going to treat yourself nicely when you're in this, this turmoil. So what would it be like for you just to stop working and not answer any emails? Okay. Well, it'd be amazing. Well, there you go. You know, give yourself permission. I'm like, there it is again. Give myself permission. And then, other times I just talk to my partner and then sometimes when, I'm, when it's just me, I'm like, do you know what? I need to stop. And I, and I see creativity in loads of different ways. So yes, I'm an artist, but getting in a metal workshop isn't always, you know, applicable. So I will go to the gym, but I'll listen to something which taps into my imagination. So I listen to a lot of Supernatural, which is a TV show. Amazing. Got a massive crush on the, uh, on one of the main guys. Anyway, <laughs> and that allows me to think really imaginatively mm. and that's creativity. Mm. And also I play video games as well, which is another form of like imagination inducing creativity because mm. there are systems of which I can play with in there. So I, I fuck, but it all, it all comes down to giving myself permission to play mm. and letting go of the need to control everything that's happening. Mm. Mm. play that's, that's the second time you mentioned play and, and the first time you mentioned it was in my mind and it, so it's funny you just mentioned it again it's because well, well two things that are coming to me one is play is so crucial it's so it's so important but also it's like the the essence of play is almost that it's doing something for the sake of doing something and I think there's a there's a massive that 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 ties in with permission so much because so often we don't give ourselves permission to do something that doesn't, doesn't have like a purpose or a specific result, you know, doing something just for the pure enjoyment, yeah, enjoyment of it, just playing for the sake of playing. Why is that so difficult to allow ourselves? Like, um, it's, yeah. It's so, it's so interesting. Like going back to, um, I think going back to when I grew up, 
you know, if I wanted to go outside and play, I'd have to ask, you know, and then mm-hmm. I get trapped in it and then I'd have to come in at a certain time. Mm-hmm. So I think to a certain amount, there's an understanding that if I'm going to play, then it needs to be asked for, and then it's fine while it happens, but there's, there's, there's an end to it. So there's a, it's conditional, mm-hmm. but as when, like when we get into adulthood and we're learning our own ways of doing things on our own thresholds, it's like now, we're, now we're given a decision where we have complete role over it you know, complete rule over it. So when, when I make that decision to play, I have to be like, I'm making this and I'm not setting an end point to it. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to go back inside at a certain point. And so <laughs> yeah. I just given myself this space yeah, yeah. to explore creatively and have fun and be a kid. You know, it's, it's f- fabulous to play. Yeah. And I think creativity comes so naturally into playing. Mm, yeah no I t- and interesting as you're talking about the whole thing of um like when you're younger you have to be you know have to ask to go out to play and have to come in by a certain time also along those same lines often you know you can go out to play once you've done your homework you know it's you get the the, the proper mm-hmm. dance stuff done first and then you allow you know the reward <clears> is that you get to go out to play but play or creativity if you want to use that interchangeably which arguably it could be like it it's, it shouldn't be a reward you know it's and it yeah it's, there's definitely <clears throat> that well i could go out to play once i've done my chores or my homework or whatever you know whatever yeah um which i yeah i hadn't really yeah absolutely i think you hit yeah. so obvious now i think you hit the nail on the head <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like play we we grow up and play is conditional and really mm-hmm. there's no need for it to be that way whatsoever mm-hmm mm-hmm mm. Wow, yeah, that's really interesting. What I'm, I'm loving as well in all these, these conversations I've had so far is, you know, th- this one this one theme around self permission, but it's so expansive. It's just it touches every everything. Like this is the first time I'd even yeah. considered that it's conditional and polite. You know, um, yeah. So I'm just kind of saying, I'm like, oh, oh. you know. <laughs> It's so interesting when people come into my workshop and I'm like, this is a place for you to play. I kind of see them tense up. So it's mm. like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, like they're like within play and creativity, it's a unique human expression and there are no rules. And what I ask people to do is to not plan. There's no planning. There's just doing. And they get freaked out because they can't control what's about to happen next. Mm. And it takes like a few hours, sometimes a whole day for them to like reprogram their creative brain into this kind of relaxing flowing state because they're using intuition. Mm. You know, these, this, this is something that doesn't come from a pen, doesn't come from paper, doesn't come from a calculator. It just comes from our own intuitive thoughts and they are connecting dots and just acting kind of quite impulsively towards a direction. And it freaks mm. a lot of people out. Yeah. It takes a while to counteract yeah. that. I- I can imagine also there's this sense of, well, I, I want to have some, some kind of c- container or some, some expectations so I know kind of what to aim for, you know, so I don't get it wrong, you know, that, that yeah. <clears throat> you know, because... Yeah, exactly. It's like a it's like, it's, uh, it's, that is quite terrifying. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and it's funny. So actually, once people learn how to do that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like once yeah. people learn... Sorry, there's a bit of an overlay in the audio, isn't yeah. there? Okay. <laughs> it's fine. You go. 
What I was going to say is it just reminded me when I used to work in architecture and sometimes I used to design like new build houses. It was mainly kind of high end residential. Sometimes I used to do a lot of remodels of um, and extensions of existing houses. And I always used to find the new builds a lot more daunting because you didn't have something to work with already that there, you know, there, there wasn't those, there wasn't kind of already a container to play within. There wasn't, you know, walls that you had to build from. It was like a blank canvas. And that was, even though it was in some ways should have been a lot more exciting. I found it much, much harder because, well, when you can go anywhere, it's like, Oh, you can sometimes freeze in that moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, and I, I've been an artist for 15 years and I still experience it. And it's just a case of actually just trusting. And I have this one thing of like, all I have to do is the first world. That's all I have to do. Mm. And then I do that. And it's like, I've, I've made an imprint. I've made some kind of form in this formless void of which I'm being instructed by myself to fill. That's the start. It's like, okay, so I did that. I can do another world. I can do another world. And then we, and then we create our own patterns uh, just through it. But it's just that being confronted with something that requires no rules, you know, no time frame. you're just doing is it's really, and I can imagine that with a new build just being like, Oh my God, mm. <laughs> like, how do I start this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's a budget. Here's a blank canvas. Go. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. people be like oh my god it's a dream it's like no no it's, it's actually uniquely terrifying it has its yeah. own because you know yeah. we there's, there's confidence required in that you know mm. and it's confidence based on one's own belief that whatever step they take forward from now will be the right step and if it's not it's okay that they get it wrong yeah yeah the okay that you get it wrong let's talk a bit more about that i think that the permission to fail uh, oh, um, what's, mm. what's me? the first conversation I had with, with, a lady, with a lady and one of the phrases that came up was failing forwards and I'd never heard that before and I was like oh I love that failing forwards it, 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 because it isn't really ever failing in the way that we might perceive it as a negative thing you know it, it's we're learning we're growing you know failing forwards I loved it I'm like I'm so gonna steal that phrase um, but this permission to be to be wrong or to fail or to whatever like let's let's go there a bit if you're um if you're up for it because i think there's there's a real yeah man like i failing forward i've heard of it i always use fail magnificently so mm. whenever i start something i'm like i'm just gonna fail magnificently which mm. means that i'll throw everything up on the wall some things will stick some things won't but who cares because now ones that have stuck i'm carrying on with those and it's same in the metal workshop it's like I go in with, with, with a big vision and then whatever steps I take towards that is it might end up there. It might not. Does it matter? No. Cause I'm having fun. And it's really about reassociating ourselves with failure because failure still, it's like a, a daily thing that I have to remind myself of. I have to restructure my brain that failure isn't something to be avoided. Mm. So I just try to remove like the word failure is so loaded it's like fail magnificently yeah more concentrating on the word magnificently i'm like all right so i'm going to do this magnificently fantastic and it's so many people just struggle with the word failure and i don't think there's it's any surprise that failing forward failing magnificently restructuring our beliefs around failure you know mindset around failure is is as popular as as it is 
because everyone has been programmed that failure just isn't good. Yeah, yeah. So how did you, how did you kind of get to that place of like having, having that awareness? Because again, it's that whole thing. Once you have awareness, you have choice to do things differently. Um, but I'm, I'm wondering if there's any moments that you can kind of reflect back on on that journey of like being able to, to yeah, to get get to that point of giving yourself permission to fail. Like, is there anything that comes up for you? Because like, for someone who isn't where you are, it, it, it just it seems like this intellectually they probably get it but it's like well okay well what does that look like you know like that, that's sometimes what I struggle with I get stuff in my head but actually living it and taking action on it and like getting it like in my body it doesn't always marry up so I'm wondering if there's anything that yeah I don't know you can reflect back on that might help people in that scenario yeah no totally like for me it comes down to fear and Okay, so I'll give an example. I was, like, it's really simple. I was always really scared of speaking up in a situation with people, mainly in a, in a quite a business context. So I used to feel quite isolated in a room of people who I perceived as knowing more than I did. So mm. I made myself quite small. Yeah. And it got to a point, like, I was having therapy. I was getting clean from drinking drugs. You know, it's all, like, pretty simple things. And I just, just I spoke out in a meeting like an AA meeting and it was okay. And I experienced that fear and actually it felt really good. Mm. So then I just later on in my life, I transferred it into these situations where I was like, nothing bad is going to happen. Why do I think that something's bad is going to, is going to happen? I wasn't thinking about comfort zones. I wasn't thinking about any of the jargon. I was just thinking, I don't want to do this. Why don't I want to do this? So I just did it. And then I knew that whenever I felt that feeling of, I don't want to do this, that was the moment where if I did, I would experience the most relief and feel good feelings. And therefore I'm just simply going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I understood like, I'm, if, if I'm afraid of failure, whatever failure is, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared that I'm going to stand out, that people are going to see me, you know, I'll be in that business meeting and people will see me for how I think I see myself, mm. which kept me back a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, do I feel that fear? Okay, Right. Deep breath. It's going to be Okay. I'm just going to say what I have to say or take the action which I'm resisting doing. And that's something that everyone can do. And believe me, if there's anyone listening, if you felt that fear, so have I. <laughs> and I don't always take the big ballsy action. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I feel a bit depressed today. It's, I, I don't think it's entirely appropriate that I, I push myself out of my comfort zone. You know, So I'm just going to hang back. And other days I feel more congruent. I'm like, yeah, no, no, today's this day. So let's just do it. And that's interesting as well because that that um, reminds me of another point that I I sort of gave myself a bit of a talk around um, recently was I think I must have been having a really floopy day like I don't know I love the word floopy so when I'm having a bit of a low day that's I just an have an amazing a, word floopy I just feel floopy um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there we are that's my word um, so and I was just I was it was really kind of like. Yeah, and that was another thing. It was like a really low energy day. That didn't necessarily have to be, it was a negative energy, but it was just like a really kind of low energy. And I had this Mm. idea that there's there's this, especially in like the personal development world, this idea that, you know, we should do one thing that scares us every day and always be, you know, pushing the edge of our comfort zone, all all that, which which I see a lot of value in, but... The worst idea ever. Well, I do, yeah, but, and I I get the whole, you know, growth thing and and if you you feel that, but sometimes what, the, the the biggest thing you need to do for yourself is just allow yourself to sit smack bang in the middle of your comfort zone 
and just ground and giving yourself permission to just sit right in your comfort zone especially yeah. when you're in this kind of like growth culture and you're surrounded by these incredible people like doing all this amazing stuff and like you know with social media showing all these amazing highlights of all this you know to allow yourself to just have a duvet day or like just 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 have some quiet time or whatever like that's yeah. really hard to actually oh my realize. god that's exactly what's needed and also the fact that that it will be allowing those kind of quieter moments that propel mm. you into being able to do the, the bigger stuff at another time like you know because you can't be like yeah. constant adrenaline and you shouldn't that's just crazy to think that that's ah so yeah <laughs> it's the uh, the slight backlash of the the personal development yeah. popularity explosion like words like mindset pushing past your comfort zone absolutely have their place but they should never ever be a constant in someone's life because we are human beings yeah. we are not machines we are so fragile and have our dips and our dives it's like if you don't feel like pushing yourself past your comfort zone that's absolutely fine yeah. have, like please have a duvet day because we yeah. need to have that comfort and that security as well. It's the same with, you know, I talk a lot about vulnerability and it's mm. like, learn a little bit about vulnerability. I do not recommend anyone jump right in and be incredibly vulnerable around someone because they've heard it's a popular phrase. Yeah. It's like, teach yourself about it. Learn about yourself. When you feel able and trusting towards someone to be vulnerable, then be vulnerable, you mm. know? Mm. Mm. yeah it's like people watch Brene Brown on Netflix and think right okay today I'm being vulnerable <laughs> but it's yeah it's, it's uh, yeah. like it's it's an allow again that whole process is just an allowing it's just like an edging it's like okay let me just feel this out let me just see yeah. what those words feel like to me well, what if I shared this little thing like what is yeah. it's, it's a process of just of sort of becoming in a way not just something yeah. I'm vulnerable or I'm not yeah like it, it's it's yeah. yeah um it is absolutely and it's yeah. you and it's that word should like if someone anyone listening if you encounter this I should be this way that's immediately a sign that absolutely no yeah. you don't yeah. need because should is so loaded with expectation yes. and yeah. chances are you've heard you've seen something else out there and you think you should be like that yeah but that's just probably remove one of the word biggest. should yeah. place it huh probably one of my biggest struggles because I often catch myself doing it in the moment, but sometimes I retrospectively realize that I've been doing it. Like, so sometimes it's still, you know, I'm still doing it unconsciously, you know, shooting all over myself kind of thing. And mm. I, it, yeah. it, it, it <laughs> shooting like, all over yourself. Amazing. <laughs> but that's kind of what's going, but that's like, again, that's so, ah, so tightly bound up with this whole self-permission thing because that's all that's all the external validation all the shoulds and that and whereas in those moments where we are you know in our power you know giving ourselves permission or whatever then shoulds don't really come into it or if they or if they do you kind of like see them coming and you just wave them off like you know it's it's a very different energy absolutely it's should is a very kind of judgmental and, com and and a comparison kind of you, you know if you're so like i i have to judge my time on social media because i find it very easy to get sucked into the comparison game it's very yeah. easy for me to do that and it always distresses me so yeah. i've got to watch that dialogue and as soon as i start going i what's 
I, I should be where he is or where she is. What's wrong with me? I'm like, whoa, mm. stop this. This, this is in your place. You're being triggered by something that's out of your control. So just take a step back, get right into your comfort zone. My God, it's comfortable here. Have a duvet day because mm-hmm. I need to recalibrate, re-energize. And shooting all over myself is just the most fantastic thing I've ever heard. It's so good. You're going to be using it. Better. I look forward to hearing the memory use it, and then you can then you can tag so me and say, "Look, oh, it's amazing." What I'd love to speak about for a, a few moments um, is because you haven't been and correct me if I'm wrong. You haven't been coaching for that long, have you? Have you? I don't think. Um, and I'd love uh, two to hear, years. I'd love to hear about kind of like what what triggered that whole journey? Like, cause I mean, it, it, it might not directly relate to the whole self permission thing, but I imagine there's a, a lot of it. Does. Like, where did that come from? Like, what was that journey for you? Well, okay. So I was an artist for quite a long while. Mm-hmm. I was sort of in recovery and then lots of mental health or crazy stuff happened when I was younger anyway. So I had this and I was kind of like trying to find meaning out of my life. Cause I created so much horrendous damage. I was like, in, in what way can I, use this as leverage towards finding meaning went down the artistic route kind of enjoyed it and then it just wasn't hitting the spot anymore and I felt very very pulled towards helping people so I went down the psychotherapy route I found it far too academic mm-hmm. so I was being asked to um develop uh to to um can't think of the word to be a, a master's level and I'm just I'm just not academic Joe you know it just wasn't vibing with me so I stopped that and then a sister-in-law told me about coaching and, you know, I needed to, I needed, I wanted to find a job that had meaning and purpose and I wanted to help people. I just didn't know where to go or how I, how I got into that. I thought therapy was the only way. My sister-in-law was a coach and I said, well, what's coaching? And she said, well, you know, you meet clients, you help them achieve their goals. And that's all I knew. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give this a go. So I trained with a, a, an amazing company, um, got really inspired by them and then just started doing it. And it just seemed like the most natural process. Cause one of my a strong love language with me sort of is, is giving and generosity and coaching just fits really, really well into that because I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm helping people. I'm, I'm being useful. I love being useful. Like mm-hmm. if there's anything that I love more, than being useful, I have no idea what it is unless it's uh, yeah, service giving value, and it all starts. I, I mean, I don't even know how that sounds, but it, I just I love it because I can help people, and it's that's all I've ever wanted to do. And it's interesting as well because when you talk about sort of the love language, I mean, my primary love language is, is acts of service, and and just even wrapped up in in that alone, like the, the giving, it's like well so much of that is we forget to give to ourselves because it's always oh how can I help other people exactly so you know yeah. so that like even it, that is just so deeply bound up with this you know forgetting that actually we also need to be given to you know yeah. from ourselves <laughs> rather than just letting yeah absolutely and I think everyone have all of me oh oh what's left <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm missing something here. Oh, but see, this is it. Like, I'm kind of blind to that. I have a lot of self-awareness, but that's my blind spot, Hmm. you know? 
And if I can't administer the healing that I need to that, then that's when I ask someone else because they can mm. spot it. Because I've told them, like, if I'm doing this, I need to be told this. And I will ask you, yeah. and it may sound a bit weird, but this is what I need to hear from you. So I get that need met. But it, it's not... Yeah, we, we always forget. We're, we're just in there picking flowers for my mum, giving my nephews roller coaster rides, giving all these, making sculptures for people, all this. And then I'm like, something's missing here. Yeah, yeah. I need to give myself permission to, be, mm. to give to me. What do I need? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I could really do is sitting down in my Xbox for three hours and just yeah. ignoring the world. All oh, right, well, I'll just do that then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a, it's like I suppose the whole self, you know, using that as an example, the whole self permission thing is like the sort of the the step that comes before giving yourself permission is having an awareness that that needs to happen. You know, having an awareness of oh yeah. something's missing here. Oh, I'm I'm running flat out. Oh, I'm kind of burnt out. Oh, okay, acknowledge that. Then it's a self permission. You know, yeah. if you don't acknowledge that or recognize it, you can't give yourself permission. You know, so. I, I, I sometimes find what fascinates me most is, is is noticing well what the steps before the thing it's like okay we'll we'll kind of talk explore all about what it means to give permission but like okay well what sits beneath that what what what, what has to happen in order mm. for that part to happen um mm, yeah. yeah yeah I think for me it's if I get because essentially it's uh right it's gonna sound really weird but anything that's really business related as in like academic writing stuff doing emails is a distraction for me away from the fact that i have to do that it's a bit it's it's, it's a bit strange because i don't really want to be doing all this job stuff but i kind of have to so by doing it i'm not really thinking about doing it i know it doesn't make any sense but it makes a lot of sense to me okay so the action of it <laughs> is distracting myself um and I completely lost my train of thought. There we go. <laughs> so it was like, wait, Henry, does that even work? If I'm doing it, then how am I distracting myself? Do you know what? I'm distracting myself from the, the angst that I feel around doing it because I don't really want to do it and it kind of makes me feel a bit unhappy. So, mm-hmm. so it's that kind of in the action, I forget about that and I'm just doing because I'm, I'm busy so I feel good. Interesting. Um, and it's that recognizing of what I actually need is that the steps before that is when I start to feel unhappy. If I feel Mm. unhappy, then I'm missing something. And what I don't need to be doing is distracting myself with the thing that makes me feel unhappy, thinking that I can distance myself from it because I can't. Mm. And it's just, right, if I'm unhappy, because there are times when I'm I'm working in London that I feel unhappy. You Mm. know, it's it's a city, it's full of lots of concrete. I don't really, really enjoy it there. Mm Um, and it's those moments where I'm like, okay, I feel unhappy. What do I need to do to give myself the love that I'm craving right now? Yeah. Does that make a little bit more sense? Yeah, no, that makes total sense. It makes total sense. And, you know, cause it's always, so our bodies, like there's always signs. <clears throat> and I think because it's just so much noise, we get very good at just glossing over that stuff. Like, until it becomes like a bigger sign, you know, it's like shouting in, in our face, like, listen. Um, and the, yeah, the more, atten- and again, it comes down to a practice, the more aware, like the more tuned in and the more you practice noticing the signs earlier on, the more you can do something about it to before stuff becomes a big deal, you know, bef- yeah. Um, I mean, that whole process. It is, is it's self-awareness. Yeah, it is. I think it's, 
and it's and I think people I think it's quite hard to develop self-awareness on on one's own I do believe that it helps a lot to do like work with a coach work with a therapist so that you can start to get that inner knowledge like I don't think I could have developed the level of awareness I have without someone else helping me through it because you know in the same way that you experience me from the outside and I only experience myself from the inside out we need someone else to tell us what's going on that we're missing and like all yeah. oh, right so when this happens this is what's going on and this is what this feeling means it's like Yes. Yeah, and it's, it's it's like a dialogue, then, isn't it? Because you can read all the all the personal development books in the whole in the world, and you can I don't know listen to all the podcasts and all the YouTube things or whatever. But it and and that and there's massive value in that. But when you've got this kind of dialogue, you know, you're saying something, they're mirroring it back to you. It's landing as oh, that's where it, where I find that there's a, a much great likelihood that you'll get out of the intellectual space and into the ah oh, okay i get yeah. it kind of space um which yeah. is ultimately where you i go. don't think i think it's quite hard to challenge yourself when you're reading a book mm. like if you're reading about challenging difficult emotions it's kind of it's kind of difficult because you're going along in a narrative that's being provided by someone else and they're not in the room so yeah. it's it's interesting it's, and it's always like a distance the, there i think there's always a distance because yeah. You're, it's like I'm, I'm reading about this thing and I'm being inspired and being motivated. I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking it in, but it's like, okay, but that's not really happening. You know, it's, it's in this book. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like my yeah. life. Even, yeah, I, I don't know if that would make any sense, but I totally know what you're saying. It's kind of... <laughs> I know, it does. It does. I think <laughs> the, the gold comes when you've got someone in the space asking you, how does that feel? Mm. What are you feeling? Where does that come from? How does it make you feel to think about that yeah. moment? You know, and you're all the time, you're building this language, like this, this intimacy with what's going on inside you, yeah. externalizing it, but also yeah. being able to recognize it. Go, I feel sad. Yeah. You know, or I feel really happy. And it's like, that's what feeling sad is. That's yeah. what feeling happy is, right? And it sounds so yeah. simple, but a lot of people don't have that. And, it, yeah. and, and they're missing out. They're well, missing that, out. That kind of dialogue, you know, and also sort of it, it challenges you to lean into the space, you know, lean into those kind of feelings or any resistance that sort of comes up. Then maybe if you're reading a book, you just move on to the next paragraph, or the next chapter before you actually, you know, because no one's there. Really I know I do. You to, to address it, like, you know, <laughs> or, you know, some books they've got. I'm like, reading this luck. And it's like you get some books at the end of a chapter, they've got some exercises to do, like, I don't do the exercises. I'm just reading, I've gone to the next chapter. <laughs> and it's like, the, the gold done. the gold would probably be in the exercises you know like but but if you're sitting with a coach or a, you know or an equivalent or even just a, a friend who you can trust to really call you out and stuff um they won't let you skip the exercises <laughs> so and also it's when you're with a coach or a therapist it's not instructional yeah you know, it's, it's reflective yeah reflective questioning is there so we answer the questions by looking inside ourselves you know like, i hate being instructed to do things nothing will send me more into a no i'm not doing yeah. that no i'm a child again piss yeah. off yeah. <laughs> don't don't instruct me a massive problem with authority mm. no but if someone suggests something to me and i find the answer within myself then i'm far more likely to do it and that all comes back to self-permission because ultimately you know we're deciding whether or not we're going to go down that route we're deciding if there's value in it and you know even if it's a you know a really 
like you know they're sort of i highly suggest you do this but still it's our choice you know it's it's where it's instruction yeah there's absolutely no self-permission in that it's it's like well it's just been plonked upon us you know like like all the decades that came before that you know that we've kind of talked about previously. It's, um yeah yeah it should mm. you know i, I should <laughs> be doing this because i've just read the book yeah so why 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 no what's going on yeah (laughs) Uh, but then the the flip side of that is i could that's it yes that's simple but remove should with could and then you have a choice and it makes it so much easier to do yeah yeah Uh, actually this this the kind of the power of just really simply you know and subtly but significantly swapping words around as well like is is massive is huge um like yeah yeah like I've I've fallen a little bit into the trap of it already. Like I've said you a lot when I could have said I. Mm. That's something that I'm on my clients with. I'm like, me? Mm. Are you talking to me? Or are you talking about yourself? And they're like, I don't know if I do that. I'm not going to do. Yeah. It's really hard. I haven't noticed that. If someone's not on your back. Yeah. It's like, really hard. Going back to the whole idea of reading a book or, or having someone like f- reflecting stuff back at you in real time, like that you'd get it, you wouldn't get that in a book. Like you wouldn't get that those sort of little those little tiny moments that are so significant that wouldn't be picked up on, you know, if you haven't got someone off you know, in front of you, like just yeah, like calling around stuff and just yeah. reflecting stuff back Absolutely. at you. Yeah, there's so much value in that. Yeah. Ah, cool. I'm conscious of time, and um, yeah, I, I think one I have a I have a greyhound next to me who's oh, really? whining. So hopefully <laughs> that won't come up. One of the things that I'm, I've loved most about this conversation, and you mentioned it quite uh, quite near the beginning, and it, and it came up a couple other times, is this just the whole idea of like when you notice that you're struggling to give yourself permission, it's like I oh, will call someone and ask them to. It's like that's so yeah cool. <laughs> I'm like. Well, it works as well it just take, like, takes the weight off like, so much it's almost like it it's almost like a like a like a hack because ultimately they're kind of giving you permission but you're giving your permit self-permission because you've said can you do this to me so it's like it's like some weird like life hack <laughs> it works so well like um, i guarantee if anyone needs to do it you will just experience this well, wonderful rush of happiness like, and peace that's like, I mean, you know, when I listen to this back, there's probably all sorts of other things that I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. But that, for me, in that moment, I was like, that's like my biggest insight. Like, I'm so going to do that. Because <laughs> I relate to so much of your, Amazing. Kind of, your, your, you know, your journey, like your creativity and your kind of like sort of mental health struggles. And it just, there's so much about who you are and, and, and your willingness to want to go sort of deeper into this vulnerable space. There's, there's so much that I can kind of relate to you. Um, on and um, I was like, "Why have I not thought of that? Like, that's going to be like a, a game changer for me. <laughs> I'm going to learn. You know, like, Yay. I'm literally going to learn at these. Pe- I'm going to have these people ready to to just know that. Okay, well, I'm in this funny space. Right, bam. I need to I need to check in with someone on that and and get the permission. Yeah. Kind of, you know. So that's cool. I love that. Ah, cool. I'm so pleased. This has been really fun. I've really enjoyed this. Um, is there anything you yeah, want to say in like in in wrap up? Like, I mean. We, we touched on it a little bit, but, you know, this whole permission thing, I think is a real big thing for so many people. Some people are p- probably kind of partway there, but, but for people who are just trying to get like a get foothold in, like, is there anything you would say or, or even just reiterate, like where to begin? 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you're just at the, the, the foothold, like your foot's in the door, you're like, what is, whatever Joe's talking about, I really, I really get it and I really want to. There's one thing to do is to think about something that you really want to do, but you simply won't allow yourself to do it. Mm. That's what you need to do. Mm. That's where the, whatever it is stopping you from where you are, to, to this thing that you really want to do but you're not allowing yourself just find a way to, to bridge that gap mm. and do because I give you permission now mm. to do it because you're amazing I'll give you permission to I really want to know what it is and what the journey is like yeah get there so find something that you really want to do you're stopping yourself yeah. from doing it get some help to get there and do it yeah and I think that whole process involves you getting really super honest with yourself as well um, because I think yeah. we so often we edit ourselves away. So we might have this thought, but by the time we actually allow it to come down, we've already edited it a bit and think, well, that's not a worthy thing. So we've already sort of prejudged and we've placed all these whatever's on it. But to get super honest and then like apply that process. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you I, um, so much. I've, yeah. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. Time has, time has flown. Yeah, it has, it has. <laughs> Is there anything you want to share? I mean, I'll, I'll provide like, you know, various links and things in like the show notes that accompany this, but is there anything that feels really present for you for, to, to want to share? Like, you know, here's, here's your moment. <laughs> and, you know, where can people um, find you? I don't, I don't know. I always ask people this on my show and <laughs> they always kind of stumble. And now I've experienced, I'm like, what, what do I say? <laughs> um i guess like if anyone wants to come and be creative with me in norfolk then just find me and ask me and you're more than more than welcome and i'm and still gonna come and make my dream catcher like i haven't yeah. had our first conversation yeah. mad, i think and I, and I haven't forgotten it it just it just hasn't come about yet but it will it will i know it will and i've, I've got the no, no, it will absolutely it will. it will i believe that it will um, yeah, that's my that's my wrapping up statement. You know, in hindsight, I'd be like, oh my god, I could have been so amazing. But you know, I love that an invitation. Just the way to it is, play. <laughs> an invitation to play. Uh-huh. I was going to say an invitation to play with anybody. That sounds a little bit odd, but yeah. <laughs> cool. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so so much. <sighs> no worries. And uh, no doubt, I'll speak to you again soon. Cool. Cheers. All right, Joe. Bye-bye. To learn more about me and my work, come hang out with me on Instagram at Joe Hodson or get in touch with me on hello at IamJoeHodson.com Until next time, keep leaning in to the magic in the messy.